Hi, this is Carl. And Curtis. And you're listening to Of Mike and Men. Is Anel going to be okay out there? This doesn't look like a reputable establishment. She'll be fine. We should be far away to keep it hidden from Babbage. That's true for the time being. But as soon as we do this, he'll be coming for you. And what exactly are you planning in this dingy truck stop? Calling an old friend. She might be able to help you out with your stalker trouble. I don't get it, though. Why are you, of all people, helping us out? I'm just curious to see how things will play out. Being around for a millennia, you, you gotta find things to keep you entertained. So we're just entertainment for you? My dear Henley, it's all just about entertainment. Now, shall we get on with the show? Go into your bathroom and turn off the lights. Make sure no one else is around when you close the door. Look into the mirror, into your reflection. Look deep into your eyes and say her name 13 times. Bloody Mary. Was there something you saw? Perhaps a faint glimmer? Was it the brushing of long, dark hair? Or maybe the briefest of moments you saw a face? Did she look at you, look into your eyes? Maybe she appeared for just a moment. Maybe she's right behind you. The legend of the Bloody Mary ritual has several possible origins, but most agree that it reached its peak popularity during the 1970s, when divination and fortune-telling was becoming a new fad. Children would often gather together to use Ouija boards, tarot cards, and perform seances for fun. However, another ritual predated the Bloody Mary ritual, and was popular amongst young women during the early 20th century. This divination ritual involved young women walking backwards up a flight of stairs in a darkened house. They would need to hold a candle and a small mirror as they approached the top of the steps. Once they reach the top, they must look into the mirror. There, it is said that they'll see the face of the man who become their husband. But there's another outcome to the ritual. They gaze into the mirror and see a skull. It is said that they are doomed to die before getting the chance to marry. In the modern version of the Bloody Mary ritual, it is said that she appears as a corpse, a witch, or a ghost. Sometimes she can be seen as a pale apparition covered in blood. Sometimes it is said that her eyes are hollow pits from having been gouged out. When she appears in the mirror, she may violently attack the person performing the ritual. Mary is said to scream an ear-piercing yell, and may even attempt to reach out of the glass to strangle them or scratch out their eyes. While the origins of the Bloody Mary legend is uncertain, one of the most popular involves Queen Mary I. She was born on February 18, 1516 in Greenwich, England, as the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Mary was struck with deep and frequent periods of melancholia, during her teenage years. These depressive spells would constantly haunt her for the duration of her life. In 1553, Mary succeeded the throne and married Philip of Spain with the hopes of conceiving an heir. Some time after their marriage, Mary was delighted to find that she was pregnant. However, despite experiencing several of the common symptoms of pregnancy, Mary's pregnancy was brought into question. When her expected delivery date arrived, she retreated into a private chamber only to return with no child. 
Rumors began to spread, and Mary's midwives entertained the idea that it was a miscalculation on the date. As time passed, Mary's belly began to shrink. Despondent at what she perceived to be God's punishment, Mary set out on a mission to unite her people under the true religion of the land. She signed an act before Christmas of 1554 that resulted in what is known as the Marian Persecutions, where roughly 240 men and 60 women were sentenced as Protestants and burned at the stake. This act of vengeance earned her the name Bloody Mary. While most real-life attempts at summoning this dreadful spirit end peacefully enough, there are some accounts that provide a more ominous outcome. One night, a young girl named Kelsey had a slumber party. The girls dared one of their friends to perform the Bloody Mary ritual in their bathroom. She accepted, confident that there was no truth to the legend. Fifteen minutes passed as the other girls waited for something to happen, but there were no signs of Bloody Mary to be found. Suddenly, they heard a scream from the bathroom. The girl tried to open the door, but was unable to turn the knob even though it was unlocked. When Kelsey and her friends finally managed to open the door, they found the girl crying and whimpering in the corner. She showed them her arms. They were covered in cuts and scratches that were not there before. To this day, Kelsey has not been able to get her friend to speak of what happened to her that night. Lauren and her friends were out on the road when they decided to try and summon Bloody Mary. They went to a nearby gas station with an outdoor restroom. They turned off the lights and splashed water onto the mirror, reciting the incantation of Bloody Mary. Lauren looked into the mirror. What little of her reflection she could see began to turn a crimson red. She kept staring as her friends began to scream and run out of the restroom. When Lauren met them outside, they discovered that her face didn't just turn red. It was covered in blood. When they cleaned her face, they noticed tiny scratches and cuts all over her face, marks that resembled someone clawing at her. You know the rules. You must summon her. Alone. <sighs> Good luck, kid. Bloody Mary, 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 Bloody Mary. I summoned you here, spirit. Your name is Mary. You led a dreadful life and suffered a terrible death. I call on you now to save me from the same fate. You... You made a mistake bringing me here. Only if you don't help me. There is no... hell... for you. Alright, Mary. Now that we got your attention... You... Now, now... Let's just calm down, Mary. Calm. You were the one who cursed me to this... This existence. Trapped me behind the glass. Wait, you were the one who created Bloody Mary? Did he not tell you? 
The Prince of Lies certainly lives up to his reputation. Listen, it's a long story. It's really not. He and I were together once. He lured me in, as he does, playing his little games, toying with little lies. When the others found out I was hunted like a beast, I ran, fled into the woods where I was surrounded. They held torches and swords, spears and spikes. All aiming for my heart. But where was he? Where was he? In all his power, he watched me die. He watched as they gouged out my eyes and splattered my blood across the forest floor. I called out for you. I called out your name. Hundred times, but not once did you respond in kind. I couldn't. I was bound by laws that transcend human understanding. You could have given me a sign. I tried. I was powerless. But I couldn't bear to lose you forever. I knew that if your soul were to transpire, I would never be able to see you again. From now to the end of eternity. What did you do? I... I protected her. You cursed me! I did it out of love. <laughs> the Prince of Lies and Darkness talking about love? Now that is funny. You are nothing but a black pit, deceiving everyone in your endless quest to satisfy your own need for acceptance. But you don't even accept yourself! How could you? How could anyone? I thought I would be able to see you many times over. That's why I put you in the mirror. Why didn't you just summon her yourself? The ritual doesn't work on my reflection. Call it a curse placed on me as well. I wanted to see your face. You couldn't bear to lose me. Did. I'm sorry. No! No! You don't get to beg for forgiveness! You don't get to come here and think that an apology is good enough! You're right. I deserve this. But today, that guy over there is dead. Trapped in purgatory. There is a malevolent spirit trying to take over his soul. To turn all of this into his own plaything. Belfast said you could help us stop that from happening. And you believed in him. Why should I believe in you? Because there is someone outside. Someone I am willing to die a hundred times over for. She is everything to me. She is my world. If Babaj succeeds in taking over my soul, she'll be trapped here with him for all eternity, subject to his every demand. I don't want her to suffer that fate. <laughs> Would you look at that? Your boy is willing to sacrifice seeing his love so that she could be free. What an idea. Fine. I'll help you save your world. 
Great. We should probably get moving, eh? There's a storm brewing outside. That's no ordinary storm. Where do we go to stop Babaj? We go back to where it all began. Belfast, this is not me forgiving you. I'm doing this for them, not you. After this, you and I are going to have a long talk. Gah! Hey, look, get your scoot, you chair up. We're cramped back here. You're small enough. Why don't you go in the trunk? Hey, I may be a doll, but I ain't getting in that dank coffin you call a trunk. Um, guys, who is this? Hi, I'm Mary. Nice to meet you. Wow, you have beautiful eyes. Thanks. Um, yours are very captivating as well. I like her. Uh, guys, uh, look out! Hey everyone, just taking a quick break to thank you all for listening to this show. We really appreciate you taking the time to check us out. If you like what we do here, consider subscribing to our podcast at anchor.fm slash of Mike and Men, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter to get the latest updates on the show, as well as our thoughts on current events. And be sure to check us out on YouTube, where we post other content such as Mike and Men IRL and Mike and Men movie reviews. Anyways, back to the show. Yeah, Bloody Mary. Um, I bet I bet she used a standing up desk. I, th- I bet she uh she was she was quite conscious of her health. Uh, until oh well, you know, after like hundreds of years, uh, doing this, I'm sure she gets she gets a bit of a workout. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, although, yeah, just think of all the places she's been. She's uh she's been summoned. All the all these gr- grungy school bathrooms and home bathrooms and. Uh, yeah, see, now, like there's there's a question there, like, because Bloody Mary isn't the only. Um, the only spirit that has like this sort of um, this sort of ritual associated with her. There's like Japanese ones, which I was going to get into, but I felt like that could be its own thing. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm wondering now. It's like these spirits are they only allowed to haunt within their like region within their borders, <laughs> or are they allowed to go international with their hauntings? Like, what happens there? Like, do they show up? and get into a fight with like who gets to haunt these like these kids over in japan like because there's a japanese one doing the same <laughs> thing over there well i mean i think the, it's 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 in the name you know they they ask for bloody mary they're gonna get bloody mary and uh if they ask for i can't remember what the japanese girl's name is you, i'm sure you read about her um I, yeah I, I was gonna say sadako but i think that was the, the name of the girl from the ring oh it's that's very possible um yeah if they if they say uh, insert name here or bloody mary you know they'll get who they ask for i would assume right. um and i guess they live in their own little mirror dimension um traveling from mirror to mirror <laughs> i'm actually I'm, I'm standing right in front of uh, some very reflective glasses right now that uh reflect my room and i'm like one of one of these one of these times i'm gonna glance over there there's gonna be like a figure standing right behind me for just like a split second <laughs> Now, now, before we get really head into this, um, I kind of want to ask, what do you what do you imagine when you think of Bloody Mary? What do you think she looks like? Um, in like my, my my rendition of her, I think it's like you know the uh, the pale, gaunt sort of woman with long black matted hair and like 
bloodshot, like not no eyes, just like blood um, in that, like all across her face. Um, that's that was I think the the first uh, the first descriptions of what it, of what she was supposed to look like back when I was a little kid. Um, I would go over to my cousin's house actually, and we tried it once. I think I think we actually chickened out <laughs> when we when we tried the the ritual. We were like seven or eight years old at the time. Um, but like yeah, her her parents uh, her parents weren't home, so we were just like hanging around. It was a rainy day. We were bored, so we just tried to do the uh, the Bloody Mary ritual. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I know what you mean. When I was a kid, I did the same thing, or I tried to do it, and uh, yeah, I always chickened out. But there's um. In my elementary school, here in a- when I went here in Avon Park for a couple of years, Salmon Lake, uh, there's this kid or there's this group of kids that um, they're in a different classroom, like they're in the other fourth grade class or something. And I remember them talking about um, that there are other uh, spirits or other deities that were like Bloody Mary that you could say, like there was one blue baby, and I think there's another I can't remember his name, but there's like a two-headed guy. Uh, I guess you could just say, "Hey, two-headed guy, come here." Like, <laughs> like he's like i have a name you know right, like, right. What, what is it um i'm not telling you you should know by now what, well, Come on. A, a different yeah, a different name for each head i guess uh so like jim and jim and jerry or something jim, anyway, jim and carrie jim and carrie oh no no we're, we're reaching comedy level this is a horror podcast we need to uh, back up anyway anyway there's this kid i didn't know him well but apparently he summoned this two-headed guy and he like screamed and got a referral for it or something it's, it's just funny to look back and like uh, think think about how um, when you're a kid the the legends and stuff take on a whole new meaning like it could be real like you really do have that little uh, that little pit inside of you that still kind of believes this stuff and uh, uh, right I don't know some people grow up and, and never it, they still kind of like have that fear but uh, I think I mean I don't know if it's I don't know if it's fear. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just a bit of superstition. I know, like some people are j- yeah. just just kind of allow themselves to believe that sort of thing, just because you know it's it's kind of fun, you know, to have to have a bit of that belief in the supernatural. You know, it's something interesting to explore. Um, but you, you, like that that kid that you said saw the two headed guy. He did that at school. Yeah, he was okay. And and our. Um in the classrooms, there was like a you know the fourth grade classes. There was like four of them in like a pod, I guess. And in the middle of the pod, there were these bathrooms. You know, it was a boys oh right, bathroom. right, right. So he did, I guess, in the boys' bathroom, I would assume. And uh, I guess all four pods heard him, and the teachers heard him, and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, and uh, got a referral. Good old tasty referral. That's great. I mean, I I wouldn't doubt it. Like if if you saw like a monstrous reflection just suddenly appear in front of a mirror, like you. Like that's that is absolutely terrifying. Um, actually, that that brings up another thing that I just remembered. There was another uh, similar thing to Bloody Mary where it's not really you don't really have to say anything, but it's similar. Like you turn off the lights, you're alone in your bathroom at night, and you're supposed to just kind of stare at your own reflection. And after a while, like at midnight or something, it's supposed to your reflection is supposed to start like moving. Um, and like you know making different facial expressions that are different from your own and it's supposed to be like looking into a parallel uh universe of you but the thing is like you're not you're supposed to keep your eyes on it uh at all times until the ritual is over you're not supposed to like turn it around otherwise you'll find yourself trapped in that parallel dimension and he's gonna be in your place oh so you swap well, that's yeah that's interesting yeah um, it's like an evil version of you, essentially. Right, right. Your evil twin. Yeah. Um, 
That's interesting. And it's, it's interesting to see how, how many variations that have spawned from this one, like, little stupid game. Um, yeah. But I, th- I want to bring up just for a, bit, a second the, uh, the kind of psychological trick that, that, you know, how this works in a way. So you stare at your face or in a reflection for long enough, you're going to start, like, your brain is going to start seeing some weird stuff, especially in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was, you know, you don't realize this stuff, especially as a kid, but, like, yeah, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of the scares that people claim to see are just warped images that they their mind cooks up when they're staring at themselves. Yeah, especially if it's, like, I think part of it is, um, you know, the fact that with, with some of these earlier uh, renditions of the ritual, you're supposed to bring, like, a candle, you know, uh, with you in, into the, uh, the darkened bathroom, which... You know, candles are always flickering, so the shadows that they cast on your face are always going to be moving. So that could also attribute it to the to the, uh, the imagery that you kind of start seeing. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's a lot more vivid with a with a candle. Um, but we're reaching that day and age where it's just like, who has a candle in their house anymore? Yeah, they just bring like a smartphone, with smartphone, <laughs> flashlight, camera, uh, yeah, flashlight app, <laughs> flashlight app, one of those lightsaber apps. <laughs> There's um there's actually an uh, a personal real life supposed real life account of someone who did the um, the Bloody Mary ritual and they said that uh, when they did it you know they looked at their reflection and then there was this uh, pale black and white woman who appeared right next to them in the in the reflection who started just like yelling like or it looked like she was yelling but there was no sound and that was kind of she said that was like one of the, that was the creepiest part of it because. It looked like she was yelling out in anger and pain, but you couldn't hear any of it. I find that creepier than actually hearing her in a way. Yeah. Um, who was this? That, this account? Somebody. It was. Did? It was. Um, it was just like a, an anonymous um, one of those real life accounts online. Uh-oh. Man, that's yeah. That is pretty freaky. So and who think- who knows about the validity of that? Um, but it it is interesting how everyone has like their own different. Um, you know, like you got these little stories passed around, like in your childhood, you hear like a friend of a friend who who did it. You know, down the street, and then this happened, and all that. Yeah, definitely one of those um, uh, rumors that gets passed around. I, that's what made me think of the the thing from my elementary school was, uh, who knows how long these rumors have been passed around from you know class to class, generation after generation of uh, kids in the school. I think I think that's like a whole episode in itself, just like legends passed down. I think that's a that's a pretty cool, um, pretty interesting thing, how things get warped and changed, and uh, you know, I, kids make up new deities like two headed Jim or whatever. Two headed Jim. Oh, Jim, Jim and Carrie. <laughs> yeah. I kind of I kind of want to talk about the um, the precursor to the Bloody Mary ritual, which was that husband um, ritual. Oh yeah. Like the yeah. early twentieth century. The um, Apparently, like I saw a picture because when I looked up, when I was doing some research on Bloody Mary, one of the first articles I found on Wikipedia was it had a picture. It was such a happy looking picture (laughs) of a woman standing in front of a very fancy mirror. um, And it was like a cartoon. And she was like, uh, you know, she saw a reflection of her husband or something in the mirror. And it was such a happy looking old timey ad for for that (laughs) ritual. And it's, it's crazy how that kind of evolved into this horrifying <laughs> nightmare inducing thing 
to be fair, the the original um, walking up backwards upstairs, that thing is that's pretty creepy as well, especially since you don't know where you're walking in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that it, like it does add an extra flair of dr- the dramatic. It's like, you know, you you ever see like um in monster movies when they're like chasing people up the stairs. Like that was when I when I read that that was part of the ritual like you walk backwards up the stairs. I just immediately thought of like uh what's his name from um Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. Oh, yeah, Leatherface, yeah. And like when they recorded um them, I think there was like one of the chase scenes near the end. He was actually walking backwards. They were like running they were like doing all the actions backwards and then reversed it so that it would have this unnatural feeling to it. Dang, I had like no people idea, idea about that. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty genius, honestly. Um, yeah, just anything that you play back that's been recorded backwards it just has this, like like you said, unnatural uh, quality to it. But, um, but yeah, walking back, the, the walking upstairs or walking backwards upstairs thing is uh, interesting in the sense that um, you either see yourself or you see death himself, which I think is pretty pretty interesting. Um, yeah, you see like a little skull and yeah, oh, you're gonna die alone and the virgin. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know what's scarier: seeing seeing the Grim Reaper, or seeing Bloody Mary, um, or falling downstairs. We'll sing both. <laughs> Tumbling <laughs> down some stairs. Oh, yeah, that, that's actually um, one of the one of the. Um, legends surrounding the bloody mary uh lore if you want to call it that is that uh there was a woman who who did it and accident what was it she accidentally tripped she said like oh i don't believe in bloody mary and then she like tripped and hit her hip against like a door and fell down some stairs and broke her waist oh my gosh or something it was like it, it was like i don't know if that's karma or just her being that's like a cartoonish level of like coincidences right there you just like walk out the bathroom hit your body on the door and fall down a flight of stairs well, well what did you learn what bloody mary could be listening and when you want to announce or when you when you come to the conclusion that you don't believe in a legend or something don't say it out loud shut your mouth yeah, <laughs> so they'll, they'll, get you, they'll get you when you least expect right. it. You're just going to be walking down the street at night, and all of a sudden there's going to be a banana peel, and you slip and like hit your head <laughs> yeah. on the pavement. Banana peel. Oh, man. So imagine chanting for uh, like Donkey Kong in the, in the middle. <laughs> DK, DK, DK. You just, no, you just stand in front, of the, uh, in front of the mirror fully, like stone-faced. You just got to go, DK, <laughs> yeah. Donkey yeah. Kong. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. <laughs> You got to do the whole rap. You got to do the whole five-minute rap in the mirror. Without without messing up once. <laughs> without and, cracking a smile. And then Donkey Kong himself will show up and offer you a golden banana. <laughs> He'll burst his, his giant fist to the, to the mirror, like break <laughs> your mirror. <laughs> That's a, that sounds like a freaking old-school Nintendo ad. Honestly, yeah, that sounds like some, some early 90s uh, Nintendo 64 ad. It, uh, it'd be like a guy in a giant Donkey Kong suit, too. <laughs> <laughs> like he'll like burst straight like f- fly straight out of the uh, the broken mirror uh <laughs> like at the end of friday the 13th part two if anyone has oh seen yeah <laughs> just be like okay <laughs> anyway anyway i digress back to back to mary um yeah i'm glad i'm glad we talked a little bit about our, our personal experiences because that is that that is really what this kind of thrives on this is kind of like kids stuff this is le- like i said this is a, you know legends passed down through uh through kids um and uh, I, I wonder, I wonder if there are, um, I wonder if, 
I know, I know for a fact, I'm stumbling so much here. I, I know for a fact that a lot of these, it reminds me of a lot of these creepy pastas that involve like rituals or like the midnight game or all of that. It's just so oh, interesting yeah, to I see how, yeah, I love that one too. I, it's so interesting to see how these things um, evolve or like gain inspiration and then kind of evolve into their own things uh, that way. Uh, and it's kind of cool uh, living in a time where we're um, provided so much new content in terms of spooky, uh, spooky rituals and spooky legends. Like we're we're here at the starting line. All this creepy pasta stuff, and then you know, well, I think some of them, or I mean, the good ones, will be talked about. You know, twenty, thirty, forty years later, you know, people will still be yeah. playing the midnight game or something. So I think that's pretty cool. You know. Yeah, I I do feel though that like. Um, I, as far as like creepy pastas go and those ritual pastas, I feel like they've kind of reached their peak around like the 2010s. Um, I, I want to say 2012, was, 2013 for sure. Yeah, because yeah, like that was when that was when some of like the really big classics started um, coming out and hitting their strides. Like most of the more recent ones, I feel like they just lack a certain oomph factor it's just, to it's them. just been done to death there's just nothing new to do with the formula you know yeah there's there's one summer um a few years back when i was just like so obsessed with reading creepypastas because like i wasn't i was never home i would always be like uh going off to um relatives places so like on the way there i just read um and i read like pretty much on the entirety of the creepypasta wiki i read like all of the video game creepypastas and after like hundred of them i was like these are all literally the same <laughs> yeah you really gotta uh look at like the recommended or the top posts read through those first and then maybe like reach it for a couple of like the lesser known ones because a lot of them just copy each other um yeah unfortunately but there, there is was some, one oh go ahead I'm go sorry. ahead i'm just saying there's there's some great stuff on there you know there's some very creative stuff that was written on that site in the you know 2020 2020 2010 through like 2013 was like the height and all the good stuff came out and then people yeah. started copying but uh yeah anyway you were saying there's a, there's a good one there no there's um i think one one april fool's event on the creepypasta wiki they had like you'd just be scrolling along reading all of a sudden freaking jeff the killer would just pop up on oh your my God. screen oh i remember i remember that <laughs> so, they used to do they that caught me off guard lot. the first time i saw it i was like i nearly threw my phone Dude, we gotta have a we gotta have an episode just on jump scares, uh, in general. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that that episode every other every other line will just have a jump scare sound effect. <laughs> we, it's not effective if it's just a sound though. You know? It's just like all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so no, play it during the ad or something. Be like <laughs> trying to trying to find uh, trying to make a new podcast. <laughs> trying to make a new podcast. Anchor's got you. Got it's like, it's like, hey everyone, thanks for being, checking us out. <laughs> oh man, thanks for checking us out. <laughs> It'll be our last time checking us out if that's the case. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So let's um let's talk a little bit about um, Mary the first. Yes, yeah, that's uh, that is a, a big deal. Um, and I do think, well, before we even get into her, do you think that she is maybe even a dire- an indirect or maybe even a direct inspiration for the legend or is it just a coincidence that you know she kind of just happened to have this uh bloody background quite literally you know i'm i'm thinking you know she did have that moniker attached to her maybe people did just pick up on the thing it's like they they needed a name for this urban legend you know and like bloody mary that's that has a kick to it that's you know catchy, it sounds yeah. yeah it sounds nice let's use it 
Um, so I think that it could very well be. And it, well, there were there were a few other ones that we didn't touch on in the narration. Um, one of them being like Mary, uh, uh, Mary something, who was killed uh, during the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah, Mary Firth or Mary. Uh, I I actually wrote a report on Salem witch recently um, for a class, and yeah, it's that's a whole nother. We should cover that honestly because. Uh, Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Mary, I forgot her last name. Yeah, Mary Worth. Worth, yeah, Worth. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, but but the Salem Witch Trials, I thought, was like, it was. it's a really big topic to cover in just like a part of an episode. Right, right, right. Um, I feel like wit, if Bloody Mary were real at some point, I feel like she might have been involved with witchcraft. Um, mm, maybe. May, maybe. Maybe. I mean, or, back then, back then, you know, like, there's only so many so many ways you could entertain yourself. <laughs> this is true, and they did do a lot of fortune telling type stuff before the you know Salem witch trials. Um, true, uh, involving egg yolks or egg whites. <laughs> oh, didn't uh, know that. But uh, yeah, uh, Mary, Bloody Mary, the Queen Queen Mary. Uh, yeah, Mary per- the First. Mary the First of Hungary, I believe. Very interesting woman. Uh, who was rumored to, rumored to have killed the? Uh, my gosh, I'm stuttering so much today. England. She was, she was England. Oh, England. England. Is she, was she the one who bathed, supposedly bathed in children's blood? Or was that a different Th- one? That was a different one. Okay. Um, let me take a look real quick. Bloody Mary! Bloody Mary! Bloody Mary! She's coming. She's here on the pod. Uh, you're, you're thinking you uh, you were referring to Elizabeth Bathory. Oh, okay, okay. Um, she that's a, if that's tr- big if true. If she bathed in children's blood, that's very bizarre. Um, but Mary of England, um, you care to tell us a little bit about her? I can't remember what her deal was. Um, so her deal was that she was like the only child uh, to her father Henry the Eighth, and you know he wanted a son to be his heir. Um, so she was. She was kind of a, a disappoint. She was kind of a disappointment to him, um, and she had this deep depression that kind of uh, she carried throughout her whole life. And then when she finally uh, ascended to the throne, she got pregnant, or so she thought. And it turned out after a while that there was just it was like a false pregnancy, what they call like pseudo. Uh, hang on. They call it pseudosiesis or phantom pregnancy. And basically it's like the 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 mind tricks the body. Like in, in that case, the woman would believe uh, hard enough that she wants, like she wants a child and her body essentially uh, stimulates certain hormones to emulate uh, being pregnant, which is, it was. It's very interesting when I when I learned about that today. I didn't realize that the human body could just do that. It could. It it even would cause like the the belly to swell up, you know, to replicate, um, you know, being pregnant. Man, na- uh, nature's a jerk, man. 
It is. It is so weird. And here's the kicker. It's not. It's not limited to just women. There is a. Uh, there is what? another phenomenon. It's, there's another <laughs> phenomenon that affects men. Um, they don't. You know. They don't have the same. Like they don't have like the, the belly swelling stuff. But they will, um, kind of, reflect certain uh, mood changes that their partner will have. Uh, even some of the cravings they will uh, encounter. It's it's very interesting. I that forgot is, what name that is it very was. bizarre. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So, you know, the, the human body, apparently, like the mind is a powerful thing. And when it believes something, you know, like with the um, the placebo effect, like it, it, it can just apparently make things happen as long as it believes hard enough. Right, right. Um, well, if there is any contender for a person to become Bloody Mary, I think she's up there on the list. Um, yeah, that's rough. That's a rough. Yeah, she did. She did go a little kooky near the end when she uh, killed like three hundred people by burning yeah, them a, at the stake. Oh yeah, that's a you know, a couple people here and there. No. And right before uh, Christmas too. That's like the worst Christmas oh present ever. Yeah, you just wake okay. up in the morning is like, hey, guess what? You got a pile of coal. Now set yourself on fire and uh, use it. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then say my name three times, and maybe I'll let you out. It's like <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I just remembered. What was it? It was like Destiny's Child. Like say my name, say my name. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I'm gonna open up a quick can of worms here. Candyman, the movie. Um, he's pretty much summoned the same way. You say Candyman three times in the mirror. And in the new sequel, directed by Jordan Peele, the trailer, they actually, um, they actually use that song. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, do they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see, like, when I, when I was uh, trying to recall the, uh, the Bloody Mary legend from memory, I was like, was it three times? I could have sworn you only say her name three times in the mirror. I didn't realize it was 13 times. I didn't know it was 13. I, when I was a kid, I thought it was three as well. 13 times. That's dumb, man. That's, that is a little too much. Yeah, there was, time that reminds this, me. There's a there's like another ritual that you can do, but it's like it, it's something stupid. Like you got you have to say their name like a hundred times, and the hundredth time has to land at exactly midnight. So you gotta you gotta like pace it perfectly. Holy smokes, that is not worth it. <laughs> I don't care if it's the ghost of Elvis or Jimi Hendrix. I you don't have time for that. It's like the ghost. The ghost made such stringent. Uh, limitations for summoning him that he's like i don't want any of you summoning me all right i don't want to be bothered <laughs> in the past life or in the, in the next life you know i'm just leave me alone please yeah he's you've, you've got a lot of logistical hoops you got to jump through you got to sign a bunch of papers it's uh, like if it's like once you once you become a ghost you have the option of like being summoned but if you don't want to do that you can just be like all right so to summon me you got to do like 10 backflips in a row <laughs> then do a handstand and spin around in a circle stop and then go around town. <laughs> go around, around town. town. And then and then land three bottle flips, and the last bottle flip better be at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> On Friday the 13th during a full moon. <laughs> and a thunderstorm. And there's got to be hail the, ex- the, size, the exact size of a golf ball. You know, okay, so... <laughs> on that on that topic, I hate it when when stories have that that's that trope of oh it has to be you know like during the eclipse or during the full moon or the summer solstice. I, I always hate it when they put such arbitrary limitations to certain events. Like like in the in the uh, the Percy Jackson movie, um, uh, I think the stipulation for returning like Zeus's uh, lightning bolt was like if it's not back on midnight of the summer solstice. <laughs> I will destroy everything or something like that. 
Hey man, it's his it's his uh, lightning bolt. He can he can request any uh, any sort of returning policy he wants. You know, it's, it's like why why can't why why can't he just go like if it's not on my desk by eight a.m. on Monday morning? <laughs> what is he a teacher? I mean, <laughs> what is he a college professor? Yeah. Give me that. Th- give me my you, thesis, Percy. I want you to turn it in on turnitin.com <laughs> before eleven fifty nine at midnight. MLA format, double spaced, one inch <laughs> margins. Time well, to be fair, real. to be fair, they did disguise themselves as like regular people in that series. So, you know, man, I, I it's been a long time since I read that first book, which is great. I love that book, um, but <laughs> whenever I hear Percy Jackson, I just think those stupid movies, man. I hate it. Yeah. They're, do, they're doing. Uh, this is going to be a topic for zero hour. So I'll, I was about to say, let's let's uh, let's try to focus back in on on Mary. That's my fault. Talking about Percy Jackson. Uh, yeah, we, let's talk about Percy on zero hour. Um, back to Mary. I just want to. I, I do have a random question. Uh, how old do you think she is? How do you imagine a young girl or like an old crazy woman? I'm imagining like an old hag. Honestly, like really? whenever whenever I think of. Um, Whenever I think of ghost spirits, they're basically just like one of two ages, either like very old or like young, like I, super young. I just hate the little kid ghost trope. It is so overused. Uh, what's wrong? That's with- like that's like every every Japanese uh, yeah, horror story is like it's a little girl. That's a little girl. Ooh, spooky. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, they do have they do have like you know relatively like you know adult aged ghosts for like some of them. Um, but it's always like it's always women. I don't think I've ever heard of like a male ghost in Japanese urban legends. Be pretty, uh, there's not some sort of samurai ghost or something. That'd be pretty cool. No, I don't. Chopping I mean, people's the, heads off. There probably is like some sort of samurai ghost, but or like a shogun or something. There's only like maybe one or two. But there's so many like murderous, evil like girl spirits apparently. I don't know, girls just running around Japan. Well, yeah, whenever I think of Japan ghost girls, I think of that girl in pajamas and that stupid online comic, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. you, you all know. You all know. You all know. Yeah, don't even look it up. You've, you've experienced it already. Just, uh, just Even if you just type in on Google, like, uh, it was like, uh, moving Asian webcomic horror. I think, like, just type in, like, that's basically it. Nobody uses the, the title anymore or at all. Because I, I don't even yeah I don't even know what the title was. It it was like in Korean. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I can't even type it. Anyway, I think that it would be interesting to have Bloody Mary be like a girl who died in a prom or something. Um, like Bloody t- Carrie. Bloody Carrie. Oh yeah, duh. I didn't think of that. Um, <laughs> and she was covered in blood too. God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a teenage Bloody Mary uh, would be kind of cool. Um, kind of scary, and if she had some sort of background that was like unfortunate, um, that would just add a whole new depth to the character. I know now you're talking about a Netflix special. No, I don't like Netflix anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like an Amazon Prime original. <laughs> How about uh, download off of Mega Video slash Putlocker original <laughs> <laughs> for free? <laughs> No, I don't or suggest you can, that. you can download it exclusively on anchor.fm slash of my convention. There you go. There you go. Free movie. Use code uh, bloody. Use code. Use, yeah, use code bloody to get 25% off <laughs> of your next your uh, order. Your delivery. Anyway, <laughs> man. This is a delivering joke. podcast. Deliver me. It's just, it's on a, it's on a flash drive and you just plug no, it in. It has to be like on a cassette tape. <laughs> How do I plug this into my tower? How am I going to get this to work, man? I want to, I want to listen to of Mike and Men. 
do we have anything else to say about poor Mary? I feel like we're sidelining here. Uh, this is this is we're we're uh, mixing zero hour uh, up here. I wish there was no, more. I just, to say, I just wish there was more to say about her. I mean, like there a lot of what uh, there is to say about Bloody Mary is like, you know, other people's stories and other people's accounts. And I'm sure if you know if you go ask around. Um, I'm sure everyone knows someone like an old story from a friend of a friend from way back that uh, that tried this story, and I think that's that's honestly the most fun with it. Like, if you go around to our, to our listeners right now, if you go around to some of your you know friends, some of your relatives, ask them if they know anything about this legend or if they've tried it themselves, you know, when they were younger, and see what what stories they have about it. It's you, know, you never know; it could be very interesting what you come up with. Yeah, that's that's honestly a really good point. Um, and it makes me wonder if there, <coughs> excuse me, if there were any sort of legends similar to Bloody Mary uh, before the seventies when it kind of became popular, that kids did back in the day. You know, what if there's uh, other other rituals we don't know about, and other spooky ghost people that we uh, have yet to discover, and might not ever discover at all because they were lost to the sands of time, sands of history, I guess. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, Bloody Mary, very interesting figure. Um, I have not met her yet. Maybe one day. Um, yet. Yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might try it out tonight. Give it. A, give it another whirl. Um, I, I. You know what? Now that I think about it, there's this. There's par- the was it Paranormal Activity three had a scene involving Bloody Mary where a guy's on a camera and he does it, and that that scared me when it came out a little bit. Really, Paranormal hmm. Activity three. Yeah. Um, I. I don't. I have mixed feelings about those movies, but um, what they get right, uh, it's great. But what, some of the acting is just stupid. Um, but yeah, that Bloody Mary scene—it's very cool. Um, cool. But they're all I'll check it out. Uh, yeah, dude, it, it, it's just to look up the scene on YouTube. It should be there. Um, <clears throat> it's it's interesting to uh, to look at uh, other people's interpretations of of Mary because she's been in a lot of movies and shows and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to milk this for what it's worth. I, I wish I had more to say about poor Mary. Um, oh, we can always revisit it at some point in the future. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you want to bring up that Japanese girl in, in any fashion, or did we want to save that for our Haunted Summer? I, well, Haunted Summer is, is this. Um, oh, wait, Haunted winter, uh, Autumn. <laughs> haunted Autumn, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I... I I feel like we can cover that when we start talking about some of the, the, the Asian urban legends. Yes, that's going to be a huge, um, a lot to talk about there. That'd be cool, some cool stuff. Um, yep. Do we have anything else to say about poor Mary? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm good. I think I'm good too. Uh, yeah, so if you do happen to try out the legend, make sure you're with a friend because it can get dangerous. She might reach through the uh, the mirror and grab you by your hair or your your necktie at work. Don't <laughs> you're you're in the office and you go to the bathroom quick and do it. Uh, she'll <laughs> grab you by the tie and pull you in and then switch switch out and then she'll be working your in your cubicle and then who's gonna be making your money uh, then? Bloody Mary. So <laughs> just a just a little cautionary tale. You know it's happened before. I'm sure it's happened before. You know these things happen. These things happen. All right, well, we'll catch you later on the flip side. <laughs> on Zero Hour, where we will actually talk about um, whatever we want. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, my name is Curtis Polk. And I'm Carl. Catch you next time. Peace. And that's the end of this week's episode of Mike and Men. Thank you so much for listening and coming along with us on this journey. This show wouldn't be possible without your support. If you'd like to get the word out and support the show further, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Mike and Men. That's Mike and Men. 
and give us a like on Facebook at Of Mike and Men. Regardless of how much darkness you face in the world, we ask that you make the choice to be good. And so we challenge you to do one good deed for someone else. Doesn't matter how big or small, one good deed. And if you'd like, you can leave us a voice message to let us know what good deed you did. And you could be featured on the next week's episode of Mike and Men. Until then, peace.